Hello and welcome to another episode of KPMG Singapore's Budget Insights, where we unpack our key recommendations for the upcoming budget 2024. Singapore is shaping climate action in the region with numerous initiatives under the Green Plan 2030. At the recent COP28, Singapore introduced the first taxonomy in the world to include a transition category. Despite this progress, urgency persists, particularly in the hard-to-abate sector. With Budget 2024 in the horizon, today's episode explores how Singapore can further support businesses and sectors on their path to net zero. I'm your host, Chan Shepay. With us today are Sharad Sumani, Partner and Head of KPMG ESG, and Shireen Fogg, Partner and Head of our Impact Plan. Sharad and Shireen, thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you. With only a few years to meet 2030 sustainability goals, what more can Singapore do in the climate financing space to boost Singapore's position as a climate leader in the region? Climate change is an existential risk for many sectors, companies, as well as countries. This can also be a source of huge opportunity. If you look at what is required to address the climate challenge, there are three aspects to look at. One is robust policy framework. Second is innovative financing. Third is leveraging technology. Singapore budget can highlight some of the specific initiatives in these three areas. On policy front, we believe that it is important to create more green projects conceptualize and showcase those projects so that the industry can benefit. On the financing side, we have suggested a creation of a fund which can leverage public, private, philanthropic capital and up to $100 billion can be created as a seed fund to drive some of those technologies. On the technology front, we believe that certain use cases will have to be demonstrated, whether it's in the storage space or CCUS space or green hydrogen space. And this thing will motivate the entire ecosystem to drive the climate change in the country. Thanks, Sharad. Those are great recommendations. Shireen, building on Sharad's insight, let's explore Singapore's green transition. How can businesses seize opportunities for growth on their journey to net zero amid greenwashing concerns and complex regulations? So this is really an agenda that's all hands on deck. So to Sharad's point of the three areas that needs to come together for us to be successful in this green transition, uh, namely policy, technology, as well as uh, the people. Uh, we really have to be very careful around our talent transition roadmap. Uh, so for all our sectors and the hard to abate sectors, we have actually developed uh, transition roadmaps for decarbonisation. And along with it, uh, our people factor is really strong. So as a talent hub, Singapore has always uh, been able to hire and attract the best talent. And we are talking about a convergence of the top talents in our country in order for us to be able to lead and blaze the way for ESG. Thanks, Shireen. You have shared useful insights for businesses as they look to becoming greener. Now, Sharad, energy stands as a cornerstone in Singapore's robust climate action initiatives. With COP28 deal on fossil fuels, what should Singapore budget 2024 prioritise to further amplify their efforts in energy capacity and efficiency by 2030. Yes. So the big three recommendations coming out of COP, the agreement was reached on tripling renewable energy, doubling energy efficiency, and moving away from fossil fuel. Now, these are all very critical for Singapore's security going forward as well, right? And we have already started investing a lot on energy efficiency. We are also importing renewable energy. And the specific initiatives that Singapore government can do as part of this budget to support these broad three initiatives 
is first is to attract private capital in the transmission distribution infrastructure because that will be critical as we import more and more electricity and move towards more regional grids. The second important aspect is to promote storage technologies. Right? As we have more intermittent renewable energy coming into the system, we require a lot of storage investments. So I think some policy to support storage investments will be very, very critical. And the third is I think we need to work across industries to map out decarbonization roadmaps so that energy efficiency can become part of each and every value chain of the companies. So these are the three specific initiatives we believe will be important as we decarbonize the entire energy sector. Thanks, Sharad. You have outlined some great recommendations in advancing clean energy. Sherin, with all this talk on climate change, can you share with us the state of climate reporting and how Singapore can further support businesses with their mandatory climate disclosures? I think for the large organisations, uh, they are not new to the sustainability reporting journey. So with the regulators as well as the trade associations, they really have been the leading light in terms of adopting various sustainability reporting standards and then now also getting ready uh, for financial disclosures relating to climate change opportunities as well as exposures. The next step is really around uh, the adoption of the ISSB standards, which are meant for capital markets and for which these companies will report in line with ISSB and the financial reporting standards. And this forms a strong basis for actually capital attraction. Now, for the smaller companies, they are still very much on the journey. But rest assured, because we are having uh, trade association support and a lot of um, support coming through from the government, as well as the professional services body to be able to help them with the transition. Thank you for providing these valuable insights for businesses. Approaching 2030, our green transition is a work in progress. This will require robust climate financing, fast-track clean energy, and a green workforce. All these while addressing greenwashing risks. I'd like to thank Sharad and Shireen for their invaluable insights. Stay tuned for more episodes of KPMG Singapore Budget Insights.